I have been so overstimulated and super easily annoyed lately. Like my patience is in the toilet, man. The smallest things have me ready to like blow up for real. I don't even know where the agitation is coming from or what brought it on. But oh man, I'm like on the edge and the smallest inconvenience is about to be my 13th reason why. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day. And get ready, because the Awkward Mom stage starts now. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. I'm Shantaya, and I'm so glad you're here. I hope this episode doesn't sound like too weird. I'm still using my same mic and everything, but I'm in a different part of the house right now. So there's all kinds of random sounds happening that I can hear, but I'm hoping you guys can't. So just bear with me and I will be back to recording in my more quiet space next week. Now that I'm almost into my sixth month of pregnancy, which is so crazy for me to say, I feel I have started like compiling my list of things that I need and what I want to get for G and myself and really just the house in general. I may do an episode on my prep, but we will see like once I get my ducks in a row with that. I'm hoping that I'll be able to get everything prepared and done that I want to get done before it gets close to my delivery date because I'm not trying to stress like I did last time waiting until the last minute. I am also prone to deliver before my actual due date so I don't know if I'll be on bed rest close to the end of this pregnancy yet or not but we shall see. I also just absolutely hate waiting until the last minute for anything really. I'm such a planner. I'll I'll honestly probably have like the most planned funeral because I cannot stand the unknown and leaving shit up to other people mainly because that quite literally never works for me anyway like putting shit in the hands of other people just never works so no I also don't really like spontaneous things either like unless it's something random like me buying something I didn't plan on buying from the store while I'm there or whatever I just genuinely cannot stand spur of the moment shit like I'm just not that girl I'll go I'll go with it you know depending on what it is whatever because like I have to mainly because my husband is the complete opposite and he will literally like book a flight to Fiji for like the next day if he's in the mood no other plans made nothing don't know who's house sitting or anything else just like okay let's go and I'm like immediately freaking out with like all the planning that was not done for the spontaneity you know but yeah I do not like things being sprung up on me at all so the thought of planning things last minute freaks me out to no end which I feel like that's why if depression or something kicks in for me it doesn't matter like how much I plan in my head on paper in a planner whatever if my mind and body are not in sync, then I don't do anything and I literally, I, I just cannot. So it just stresses me out even more, I feel, and then it becomes even bigger of a stress, which leads to more depression. So it's like a whole cycle. So I feel like that's where my depression comes from, like most of the time is when things are like out of control and I can't plan something or whatever. Instant stress, instant stress. So 
yeah, I'm sure it has something to do with like wanting to feel in control of my life or whatever, but like I have to have things together. It feels it's, it's less to worry about. Like I don't understand people who don't plan or like don't want to have things done. Like if you have the ability to get it done, just, just do it. I just like when things are in order and organized. So when I can't do that, whether it's pay a bill on a certain day or like plan something or complete a list that I've already created or whatever, it just sets me off into a spiral. But yeah, that's probably another reason why I'm in therapy now. Also, you know, again, I have never delivered on my due date. So I'm always wanting to plan ahead, which makes sense for obvious reasons. But anyway, on another note, I'm so relieved that I found an amazing doctor. I love my new doctor's office and the fact that I'm like 10 minutes away from her and the hospital that I'll be delivering at is also super close. So I was really happy about that. The office I was going to before was like not only 30 minutes away for me, but then they told me that I was high risk and that I was going to have to go to see another doctor as well, which was an hour away from me. And the hospital I was supposed to deliver at was also almost an hour away from me. Like it was a whole thing. Like, and if you think I'm going to sit in Atlanta traffic in labor, you've got another thing coming. So yeah. And the doctor's office that I was in, like it literally had dust on some of the stuff they use, like the exam lights and stuff. So it just, it was a headache for me. And I'm just so thankful that I was referred to a new doctor by some other, uh, women in my area. So yeah, totally happy about that. I may be in the minority with this, but I don't mind random digital days at school. I'm not Like, I'm not definitely not trying to go back to like full homeschooling or anything because that's just not for me. That whole shutdown pandemic thing. Absolutely not. But I don't mind digital days at school, especially when like I forget or don't realize that a day is coming up like right. Like tomorrow is Friday and it's digital day. I didn't look on the calendar, so I completely forgot. But like, I don't mind because then I don't have to get up at the ass crack of dawn for like an extra day you know what I'm saying and then I have to sit in the car a million times like I'm saved from a day of the car rider line that's like one thing that makes me irrationally angry is like the stupid car rider line because it's just so frustrating I literally cannot stand the car rider line you can always tell the people who can't drive and have no common sense just by being in the pickup line. You got the idiots that love to text and drive so they aren't paying attention. They're moving up slow as hell or they're leaving car length gaps between them and the car in front of them because they're too busy on their damn phone and they can't put it down. Those are the ones that just cannot let go when it's drop off time and they have to get out of the car and walk around and open little Timmy's door and unbuckle his seatbelt and pick him up and take him out and give him a 20 minute freaking hug. Like, look, If you can't let go for a few hours, just keep their ass at home. Otherwise, get the fuck out of the way. Like, I just cannot stand it. See what I mean? Like, I am like, (laughs) I'm at my wits end. Like, I just, I'm so annoyed. And Georgia has like some of the absolute worst drivers. And I learned how to drive, you know, on I-4. Okay. So I would take Orlando traffic driving to Disney over driving in Georgia any day because like these people are the worst. 
2022 has been all about celebrating our newfound self-awareness and making positive change, something this podcast works hard to do every day. Audible helps make space for what matters to you. It's a destination for your wellness, whether you're looking to soul search, be inspired, work towards new goals, unwind, or simply be entertained. I've certainly had time this year to figure out what truly makes me happy, and well, we all know I love Audible. I talk about them all the time. I solved my reading problem with Audible over four years ago, and it's been amazing. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes the authors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they have podcasts, sleep meditations, and more. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. Click the link in the show notes to sign up today at audibletrial.com slash the awkward mom stage and get 30 days in your first book free. All of their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices, even if your subscription expires or you cancel. You can still keep and access all the books you've already purchased. Just download them again from anywhere, anytime. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and that number just keeps growing. Visit audibletrial.com slash theawkwardmomstage to get started on your reading list today. Now back to the show. I was thinking about starting my new YouTube again. I mean, it's still up and everything, but I haven't posted a video since I think right before we moved to Georgia. So like I just took like a long break from it. It was around the time of my miscarriage and with moving and everything else. Like it was just a, a, a lot. It was like a whole cluster of shit going on. So it was just like a lot of stuff. And I just, I just didn't like, I just left it alone for a while. Like I still go on YouTube. I still, you know, watch YouTubes and all that stuff. I just wasn't uploading. And there's just like a lot of stuff that I don't feel the need to share online. So I stopped, but I do like the fact that I can look back on some videos and like see different changes and certain milestones being hit or whatever. And you can build, you know, a little community online. It just depends you know, on what you're making videos on and all that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I'm still thinking about it because it's just, I don't know, especially since I have the podcast, you know, maybe it'll be nice to have two things that are kind of, you know, consecutive and it's like a whole video thing. I don't know. We'll see. It might help with consistency if both are kind of aligned in what I'm talking about. It's just people can be really annoying online, man. Like if they weren't just genuinely talking shit for no reason, they're giving unsolicited advice. And I also don't plan on sharing my kids online like that because for one, they're their own, you know, people, person. I don't know. That sounds odd the way I said that, but like they've got their own thing going on. That's their life. And I just don't feel it's fair to put kids online when they don't really have the understanding to grasp. Like, you know, this is something I do want to do. This is something I don't want to do. And it's never fun to grow up in front of strangers, especially online. 
you've got pervs watching and stealing pictures, people giving unsolicited advice, commenting on your looks and this and that and your kids and your parenting and just an array of bullshit that children shouldn't have to deal with. And people I don't want to hear from anyways, you know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So today's episode, I wanted to talk about ways to stay motivated when nothing is happening. And also there was this thing going around, which I also shared on my Instagram. And it was advice for women in different stages of life. I feel like if you aren't able to connect in some way with other women or learn from other women, that's an issue in itself. And I don't do mean girl bullshit. Like I'm, I'm a girl's girl, I feel. So I love learning from different generations about healthy ways to be happier in life, you know? So it's an actual, um, it's like a few versions of it. It's just different stages of life, like thirties, forties, fifties, et cetera. But the one I posted was for women over 30 and it was give one piece of advice to women who are in their twenties and it could be anything, which... I'm in my late 30s, so obviously I would post that one, and there was some great advice people posted on there, so let's see. I posted, prioritize yourself, your health, and your well-being. Your sex drive can and will increase with age a lot of times, and trust your instincts. They'll take you far and keep you safe. And everybody is not your friend, no matter how nice they appear. Know that despite what society says, being in your 30s is not old. That was my little, you know, two cents that I've learned so far in life. And then I had, let's see, the Shine Says podcast said, love yourself first. Don't get lost trying to fit in and always remember who you are. Great advice great points. Charge the globe said no is a perfectly good answer. Say it without explaining yourself and find a tribe that expects you to say no when you want to, which is like really big because if people are just expecting you to be a yes girl all the time, like it's just not going to work. They're just literally using you. So yeah, that that's great advice. No is a perfectly good answer without explanation. Indie Mompreneur said, if it won't matter in a few months, then don't spend more than a few minutes worrying about it, which I have to, I still like, like worry about, you know, stress about things that in the end don't really need to be stressed about, you know? The Blaze Consultant said, don't move in with a man before you have your own place. So when he's feeling froggy, you have a home to go to without relying on him for your livelihood. Be yourself and stay 10 toes down. Practice discernment with who you let into your life. And lastly, your sanctuary isn't a revolving door. So don't let it be perceived that way. Pray every day with intention and get an air fryer. (laughs) Well, I love my air fryer. So I totally get that one girl. Like, yes, good advice. Snaps all the way. Mommy's Modern Wellness said, don't take advice from anyone that hasn't done or isn't doing what you aspire to do, which is so true. Like, why are you giving me advice on something you either haven't done or you aren't doing yourself? You know what I mean? Like, don't be out here giving me a relationship advice when you're single. 
I see that all the time online. Like, why are you giving out relationship advice and you're single? Like, especially the ones that are like telling women what they should and shouldn't be doing in a relationship for a man or whatever, but they themselves don't have a man or woman or whatever. Like they can't keep a relationship, but they're out here giving you all the, all the deets on what you should be doing. It's like, please shut up. Caitlin Simone Hare says, don't do things just because that's what everybody does at your age. Go after your dreams and your goals and don't compare yourself to others, which is so true. Like the whole age thing is so such bullshit anyway, because it's like literally 70 year old men out here, like going after the things that they want. But then they'll tell a woman after 25, like, oh, nope, you got to stop doing that. It's like, shut up. Like, what are you really talking about right now? Marijuana Mom 4 said, there is no actual right way to do shit. Go with your intuition. It's never wrong. Also, be yourself. Easy getting up in the morning. (laughs) Your body will start to snap, crackle, and pop, which is so true, girl. Like, my knees, you know, they be doing the most. Krista 2K said, fuck the haters. You are fabulous. Amen. Snaps to that. And I think this is Tisha underscore Nick said, there is no rush or timeline you have to achieve. You don't have to have kids in your 20s and you don't have to have your career figured out. Save your money and learn yourself. And it's okay if it changes, which is so true because like so many things that I planned when I was like 21 are the complete and total opposite of what I actually did, you know, up till now at 38 so I mean I'm pregnant at 38 you know and if I would have heard at 21 that I would be pregnant at 38 I'd be like oh my god I'm so old like calm down girl like you're fine you're fine I think this is actually a great trend to follow especially because the world tries to tell women they're old and like three seconds from death after 25 now so like seeing women in all stages of life just living and being happy and knowing that things can be as good as you make them is nice to hear and something that everyone should remember especially women of all ages. I just feel there needs to be more positivity in every day. I feel like people nowadays are super cynical and you can see that in the comments on the internet daily. Like it's honestly just full of hateful, unhealed people that say all the things they would never say in person that someone has said to them or that they would get slapped for if they did say it in person, you know? So what better place to spew your negativity and jealousy other than behind a computer screen? I have limited my exposure to certain apps just because it's just all the time, 24 seven drama and bullshit on some apps, like the negative, like you can just feel the negative as soon as you open it. Like it's just, you're hit immediately with like sad stories, fighting, shootings, theft, like whatever, like you got the whole beef online with like entertainers and everything. It's just, it's a lot. It's too much. It's too much. I feel like it also takes a toll on your mentality and your mental health and everything because you, if you surround yourself with the foolishness and that's like all you're thinking about and ingesting, then, you know, that's what you're going to start interpreting as real life. 
Like you're just going to start viewing life and the world and the people around you the that way because that's all you're consuming every day. So I try and stay on certain apps only and like make sure that my feed on whatever it is that I'm going on is curated to embody what it is that I'm trying to live my life by. So I'm on Pinterest and tiktok and instagram more than any other app but i feel like i'm not even on instagram as much like i haven't been on instagram heavy at all but pinterest i've been still hitting pinterest hard because you know pinterest once you get your feed curated on pinterest it's it's a wrap like things are great here on the awkward mom stage we're all about a self-love queen which is why i'm so excited to be partnering with bush a self-love and wellness brand all about encouraging us to prioritize ourselves and challenging us to self-love for 30 days. Bush says self-love is productive. It lowers stress levels, improves sleep quality, it's a mood booster, and promotes physical health. Bush sent me the cute little Express 2 to try, and this baby gives you powerful suction that you can mix and match with 40 different patterns and levels. Ladies, it's definitely going to redefine your self-care days. <laughs> wink, wink. It has magnetic USB charging. It's discreet and waterproof, so it's perfect in the bath or shower. It's a cute little pink vibe that comes with a cute matching carry bag. It's time to prioritize yourself and take the Bush I Come First 30-Day Challenge. Don't wait to elevate your self-care routine. Use code VUSH50 for 50% off your Express 2 today. That's code VUSH50. Click the link in the show notes to start your self-love challenge today. Now let's get back to the show. Which brings me to one that I wanted to talk about today. It's also, you know, how to stay motivated when nothing is happening, so to speak. You feel like you're doing everything and nothing's changing or moving, you know? I mean, even if it is moving in the background and you don't, like, actively see it, motivation can be hard to come by when you're, like, not seeing the results you desire or anything at all, really, like, directly in front of you. The ability to intrinsically motivate yourself and... Or even like try and preserve whatever motivation you have left when you lack motivation. It's a valuable skill to have. Motivation is often in short supply. So learning ways to manage and push yourself through whatever situation is important if you want to succeed is like a really, you know, a really good thing to know. Doing nothing at all when you're lacking motivation is a bad habit, which I have had to work on myself. I've had to work myself out of that many times, and that can have a significant negative consequence. There are better ways of navigating through a lack of motivation, and practicing patience is something that especially parents have to work on daily. But nobody wants to be patient, really, like especially in the instant gratification age we live in now. You have to be patient for some things and being patient is something we've honestly been hearing from people and our parents and everyone else 
about literally everything since we were kids and didn't even understand what patience was at the time. But it's still a good advice, you know, nonetheless, because realistically, sometimes things just take longer than we would like them to or think that they should. And everything is an instant. And sometimes the results show up suddenly after like a long period of time and when we least expect it. And sometimes it's better that way. Sometimes you don't need it. If you get something instantly, it might not be that great, which is why they always say keep going because you could be right where you need to be and whatever you're working towards could be right around the corner. But if you quit, you're going to miss it. It's like trying to break through a boulder that has a diamond or something in it and you've hit it a thousand times and it feels like nothing is happening. And then all of a sudden the boulder splits in half and you've got your diamonds. But if you stop and just walk away, someone else is going to come up, hit it a few times. And now they've got what you've been working so hard on, but you quit before the job was done. So now you're mad because they got what you were working towards, but you stopped, you quit. So, you know, you got to have patience for some things or you're going to get squat. You also want to keep the final goal in your mind. When you start to lose motivation, you want to remember how you feel, how you will feel once you finally are successful. Once you finally achieve whatever the goal is that you're trying to accomplish, you want to visualize it. Think about the moment you finally achieve the goal and notice how good it feels in your mind to imagine it. So imagine the satisfaction when it actually does, you know, finally happen. It can also help to remember your past successes or goals that you've reached in the past, no matter how small they are, remembering your enthusiasm and reminding yourself that you work towards that and you've been successful in the past that can renew, you know, your hope that you'll also be successful again in whatever it is that you're trying, you know, to do. It's a a great way to improve your mood as well. Something a lot of people don't do but should is set a schedule and stick to it. Don't go overboard and try and change your whole life and change your entire day and schedule. You want to start small, start changing your schedule slowly with one thing at a time so you don't overwhelm yourself for one. And then when your motivation is lacking, it's common to start feeling and acting lazy because you aren't seeing results. So you're just like, meh. But one way to get away from that is to create a daily plan for yourself and stick to that. The less motivated you are, the more structure you probably need in your day-to-day life. Giving up on whatever the goal is will be the most perfect way to ensure that you're not successful. And it's much harder to fail in the long term if you continue and try and have patience. Eventually, you'll accomplish a smaller goal, which will build you up to your bigger and final goals. But if you, you know, don't work or you quit, then it ain't going to happen. Like we talked about last time, use your mistakes and failures as learning opportunities on what not to do next time or what doesn't work. Mistakes and failures are a part of life and they happen a lot more than we'd like or want them to. But they're also a part of the process. You know, getting the most out of negative results makes a huge difference in correcting what you need to reach a goal. If you can work on remembering the belief that failures are common and everyone makes them, you will ultimately help yourself in reaching your goal and it's easier to stay motivated that way too. So even if you're failing, things are actually still happening in your favor. 
you always want to remember gratitude. Gratitude is a big thing and that everything is still okay. You know, practicing gratitude every day is also a great reminder that your life isn't as bad as you think. Yes, shitty things happen all the time. But you'll hang in there longer and you'll keep trying if you start to feel grateful on a regular basis and also take a break. Like hustle culture is so annoying and also can be toxic. You don't have to be moving around every second of every day or doing something every second of every day. That is not the even Jesus took a rest. Okay, like calm down. It's totally okay to take a break and relax and literally do nothing. You don't have to have 84 side hustles and everything else. You can take a long break or you can take a short break. Just remember that it can be tough to get back on track after a long break. That's something that I'm working on right now that I've already talked about before because I for sure took a much longer break than I had planned to and that I initially intended. So yeah, I'm still working my way back in, but a break that's too long can have a way of kind of like turning into long procrastinated break that also might become a permanent one if you like let it go too long maybe it's time to take a long weekend get out of town maybe you just need a night off have a beer chill with your friends and family maybe even take a break spend some time by yourself you know being by yourself is great learning yourself is great Whatever you do, just make sure it's not too long of a break. <laughs> Motivation is great while it lasts, but if you're going to be really successful, you have to learn to keep moving even without motivation, which can be super hard a lot of times. You can create and recover motivation. So if it's lost, you know, try and focus on rebuilding that first and just remember how great it's going to be when you succeed in achieving your goals and just take small breaks when you need them. Remember to be patient and appreciate that good things can take time to happen. But yeah, that's just my my little two cents on rebuilding motivation, because that's kind of like what I'm doing and what I'm working on right now, because like I said, I took way too long of a break. I kind of just like dropped everything. But then I also kind of went into a slump. I, you know, was a little stressy, a little depressy. And things were just not working out in my favor. And I was just getting like down on myself. So like I really had to work on like pulling myself up and, you know, getting the motivation back. But like it can come back. You just have to like really work on it and really want to and just really remind yourself of the things that you've already done and the things that, you know, you can do if you continue to focus on the goal at hand. Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it and they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. If you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking to upgrade, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. 
Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know we sent you and get a $20 credit when you sign up for a paid plan. Now back to the show. All right, y'all, that's it for this episode. I hope this helps you figure out ways to get back into a groove and find a little more motivation or at least helps you, you know, get some tips on getting back on track. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and your continued support. I'll be back next week with an all new episode. And if you haven't already, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You can even just leave five stars. You don't even have to type words if that's not your thing. But it really helps me show up more on podcasting platforms so more listeners can find me. Let me know you're listening and you love it. Share the love by taking a screenshot of today's episode or sharing the link and tag me at the Awkward Mom Stage on Instagram or at Awkward Mom Stage on Twitter so others can find me as well. I'll reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. We also have a Facebook group, The Awkward Mom Stage, where episodes are shared, funny memes and episode ideas and all that. So check that out. And if you'd like to donate to the show to help with behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama coffee, you can do so with the support the show link in the show notes. If you have questions, a topic suggestion or someone you think should be a guest on the show, you can send me a DM, an email or submit anonymously through the link in the show notes. Until next week, y'all, I hope you have a great Friday or whichever day you're listening to this and always remember you're beautiful. Bye. After everything the world has been going through lately, I know being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling, especially the stay-at-home parent gang. Sorry, but your dog isn't interested in giving you life advice. But as someone who has seen the extreme depths of depression, postpartum depression, anxiety, and stress myself, it can and often will allow those intrusive thoughts and negativity to consume you. After going through an extremely tough year, dealing with a miscarriage, loss, and so much more, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, definitely came to my rescue, and they're here to help you too. BetterHelp has customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't even have to leave your house or see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise on BetterHelp, and with over 20,000 plus therapists in their network, it's so easy to find the right therapist for you. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You schedule your secure video or phone sessions, and you can exchange unlimited messages with your therapist anytime. I've used BetterHelp for over three years. It was definitely helpful when I moved to a new state and knew absolutely no one. When I needed a new therapist but couldn't leave because of lockdown, BetterHelp was there. Those unlimited texts to my therapist came in handy. Everything you share is completely confidential and you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. So many people are already using BetterHelp that they are currently recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash AwkwardMomStage. That's BetterHelp.com slash awkward mom stage the link is in the show notes 
Mental health is so important and so are you. If you feel that you need help with more than just figuring out who you are, or if you just need someone to talk to, BetterHelp makes it easy to find a therapist that's right for you. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.